Today in our discussion from 110 Lessons for Life from the Commander of the Faithful, Imam Ali, may God's peace and blessings be upon him. We want to look at the topic of the importance of both seeking knowledge and also teaching others. And these are actually two uh, actions which are reciprocating, meaning that once one has learned knowledge, it then becomes incumbent upon him or her to go forth and, and teach those which they do not know. And we see that there are many verses of the Qur'an that speak about the importance of knowledge. And in fact, the very first revelation that came to the heart of the Messenger of God when the Qur'an was being revealed to him was ikra or read. And so we see that even with the beginning communications of Allah, of God, to the noble Prophet Muhammad, may God's peace and blessings be upon him and his family, the very first obligation was to go and educate yourself. What does the commander of the faithful have to say in these regards? In the tradition which we want to look at today, he says the following, Allah has not taken a pledge from the unenlightened that they should go forth to learn until he took an oath from the people of knowledge to go forth to teach. Within the religious teachings of Islam, we see that there are two extremely important principles that have been put into place to safeguard and preserve and protect the Muslim society, and maybe even really society on a whole. The first is that of going forth to seek knowledge and to become uh, well acquainted with our responsibilities. The second is to encourage others towards the good and forbid others from what is evil, what we refer to in the, uh, the religious teachings as al-amil bil-ma'ruf wa nahi anil munkar, to enlighten and educate and to remind others of what is good and wholesome and religiously um, the path they should take, and also from keeping away which those things which they have been prohibited from performing. And we see that if the entire society were to base their lives upon these, upon gaining knowledge, and about, upon advising and encouraging and helping others within a society of what is good and bad, that we would not be in the predicament that we see ourselves today in the world. These obligations of teaching and then of encouraging towards the good and preventing others from the bad are responsibilities which were on the shoulders of every prophet that God has sent to humanity. Out of the 124,000 prophets, starting from Adam and culminating with the Prophet Muhammad, may God's peace and blessings be upon him and upon all of the prophets and their uh, respectable family members, all of these prophets of God had the responsibility to teach and to help others on this path and the journey towards God. And in fact, even before them, God Himself in the Qur'an has been uh, introduced as the, as, the in, as the prime teacher of humanity and the one who Himself, through His lessons within the Qur'an, within the previous scriptures which He revealed to various prophets, that He Himself introduces His sacred essence as being the one who would encourage towards the good and forbid towards the evil. But it doesn't end there. Also those who are in our societies today, most specifically, but not obviously exclusively limited to them, but those who are religious scholars, who are educators of the faith, they have the next most important responsibility because they are taking in the religious teachings of Islam 
And once they have been given and equipped themselves with the religion and the faith and the teachings of it at, at a much better level than maybe the common masses would, it is now their obligation to go forth and to teach, to give a message, to spread the teachings out, and also to encourage others, others towards the good. And again, to refrain and help, to, uh, help people refrain away from the evil actions that they may be inclined to perform. A final point, and we'll end with this, and this is a very interesting point in how the commander of the faithful has worded this tradition. And he says that Allah, God, has not made it an obligation upon the people who don't have knowledge to go and seek knowledge before he made it an obligation upon the educated, the scholars, the teachers to go forth and to teach and to offer their services to the society. So in one hand, if there are people who are not aware of for example, religious teachings of the faith of Islam, and we see them being antagonistic towards Islam and the Muslims, we can't automatically blame them for their lack of awareness of Islam and the teachings. But rather, we have to look at ourselves, those who have the ability to teach and to preach and to convey a message. Again, not only on a platform as a mosque, on our Friday sermon or a religious gathering, but each and every one of us have the ability via social media, via all of the platforms that all of us have available to us in the palm of our hands, in our smartphones, in our tablets. All of us have the ability to go and teach and educate those non-believers who do not know about Islam, who also are receiving an incorrect message about Islam from many sources, we owe it to them to go forth and teach them. Because as this tradition has told us that it is not an obligation upon them to learn before it has become an obligation on the learned to go and teach. So we ask God to give us the ability to be able to learn His religion, to properly learn his religion as taught by the Prophet Muhammad and his noble family, and then to go forth to teach and spread a message of peace, of love, the teachings of Muhammad and the family of Muhammad. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.